marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. All right, this is the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 24, and we're talking about... uh, I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about a whole mess of stuff, including NCAA March Madness and fun ways to uh, get your marriage clickety-clacking. Clickety-clacking? Yeah, whatever. Just uh, enjoy. So... It's spring break. So, a needle pulling thread. No. Do you see I'm like flashing you? It's spring break. It's spring break. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> pull that shirt up again. <laughs> Do I get some beads? Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yes. There, there's a giant thing of beads around here someplace. I, f- I know because one of the girls was trying to give it to me. Well, and the girls are always trying to give us stuff. So, oh, yes. We share our office. With the girls' playroom. This is a brilliant idea, really. Our loft is half office, half child's playroom. What could possibly go wrong? So during the day, as we're trying to work, we're like, clickety-clack, clickety-clack, computer. So I think that the TPS reports need to be reformatted in such a way that, Dad! (laughs) Insert whatever random comment or question. I have to tell you something really important. Insert whatever other comment, question, or whatever. Did you know I'm wearing red socks? Okay, honey. Thank you. (laughs) So, the TPS reports need to be, Dad. (laughs) We we work in 30 to 90 second increments. And you know what? For someone, Justin has, you know, he's, he will proclaim that he has ADD. I'm not like outing you, am I? Kind of. Well, but so is the 90 second thing a good thing for you? Because it kind of chops up your day or is it a bad thing? I don't know. Let's just say that when I put my headphones on, it's me being passive aggressive. Oh, (laughs) you've got your headphones on right now. Yeah, I know. And you're still not taking the hint. Wait, what's the hint? (laughs) Aren't we supposed to be doing a podcast? No, but throughout the day, bless our sweet little girls' hearts. They are such creators. Oh, yes. They are creatives. Oh, my gosh. And we're just like, so God has created you girls to create. And I love it. It's a beautiful thing. But about every two minutes, they come over with, a Lego creation or a beaded creation or a work of art or, or a something. bedazzled creation. Something. And it's always they want to tape it to our desk. They want to tape it to our chair. They want us to, you know, and we're like, uh, we love you, but we can't take one more bedazzled thing here. It's just too much. So so much glitter. It's just so much glitter. Actually, glitter is disallowed in this house. Did I ever tell you the story about me glittering over at Bessie's house that one time? (laughs) Yes, it was okay. It was when it was a big thing to like make your own 
what's it called? Stationery or cards or whatever. It was like a big thing where people were making their own cards and they had like these little embossing things. Oh, and, yes, yes. I do. I recollect that. And there was this thing about glitter and you put glitter on it and then somehow you blew on it. Well, it just went all over my face and all over the floor and all over... And it was just <laughs> glitter everywhere. And I just couldn't get it off. So I kind of made a vow, which I didn't, you know, it's not great to make vows that you're never going to do anything. But I vowed never to bring glitter into this house. Yes. Because I know I'm a junk show with glitter. I know my girls are going to so be gonna like So you're going to deny your worse. daughters the beauty and the majesty and the power and the awesomeness of glitter because of an insecurity. Tell me more about your shadow, honey. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'll, I'll own up to it. But you know what? We are having fun with the oh kids because it's spring break and um, we've been going on quite a few hikes. We're big hikers. We like to, I mean, we just feel like our souls come alive when we hike Except for our youngest. She's not so much a hiker. But she's not she's, so much a hiker as a sit and play with rocker. She's She is more of an indoorsy kind of girl, but yeah. we're still going to break her. I have well, a feeling. We will, we will break her. She will. But with the other day, so our state flower from Texas is the blue bonnet. I, and I, hold on, hold on. Because I hadn't really thought about the idea that Caroline might just not be an outdoorsy person. And my heart broke a little bit when you said that. Oh, honey, I like. Know. I'm wondering if there's some kind of intervention we could have winter soldier brainwashing kind of a thing that I could. I don't know do. what that means, but I don't <laughs> think that's a good idea. You like the outdoors? We just need to play a tape, uh, 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 like an audio recording, on on you're, you're when talking she's about, asleep. You're talking about brainwashing, and I'm not down with that. You like the outdoors. You like the outdoors. Stop smoking. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the wrong one. <laughs> you will lose weight. I'm pretty sure my dad had one of those tapes. Yeah. yeah the stop, the stop smoking. smoking tapes. Hey, it must have worked. He stopped smoking. Uh, he, I mean, more or less. He secondhand smoked, though. Yeah. My mom My mom was always smoking for two. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> No, I love my mom. Okay, so blue bonnets <clears throat> are the state flower of Texas. And blue bonnets. And every like child and baby, when it comes to be April, March, April, everybody has to have their picture in a field of blue bonnets. That's just what you do in Texas. It's just a thing. And Allie didn't really understand. So she's five now, and she doesn't understand the whole deal. But so there's this rule. It's called social pressure. Yeah. And there's lots of fun Pinterest things that go with it and everything else. But mm -hmm. here's the deal. It's actually, a, I don't know if it's actually a rule or a law or what, but you're not supposed to pick the state flower. You're not supposed to pick blue bonnets. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I think it might be an urban legend. So Anna kind of put the fear into her about like, you are not to pick blue bonnets. And I was kind of like, whatever. Um, but she saw these tracks in the forest. We were in a park and I said, oh, what do you think those tire tracks are for? And she goes, oh, 
they're probably the police that are driving around to catch people that are picking blue bonnets. So um, <laughs> I'm just telling you, according to NBC, oh, a quick search on this this magical interweb thing. Oh yeah. Uh, has it, yielded a reliable source that says that uh, picking blue bonnets in Texas is not illegal. <gasps> it's a lie. We've been lied to, people. It's just frowned upon. May the truth set you free to pick them like crazy. Oh, my goodness. Wow. They're pretty plentiful. I can't imagine why you wouldn't be. And they just die in like two weeks anyway, so. I know. Got to take advantage of their beautifulness. You heard it here first, folks. Um, Go out and pick blue bonnets. But if you don't live in Texas, go pick your state flower as much but as you it, want but to. But if my if my random internet search uh, is uh, in some way unreliable, unreliable uh, the article said it was written by Abraham Lincoln, so I'm not entirely sure. Was he big on the interweb? I don't, uh, I don't he's re- all over the interweb. Well, I didn't know about... Did he have like a blog or something that... Uh, yeah. Wasn't it, was it like called Four Scores or something like four that? Four Score Blog. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I haven't read that in a long time. So unfortunate. This is complete and utter BS at this point. The flower, the state flower. I don't even know what the point is. <laughs> Just move on with me here, honey. The state flower, the state flower. of Ohio, which is where we're from, <laughs> is the carnation. And that explains a lot. That is very unfortunate. Okay. Carnation. Okay. okay. Question for you. Speaking of carnations, I was talking to one of my friends the other day. She's single. Uh huh. And um, she went out on a Valentine's date with somebody. And I don't like where this is going. The guy brought her carnations. And we're done here. Now, now, check, please. Yeah, it, when is it acceptable to give a give a woman carnations? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. <laughs> Eighth grade. I'm thinking that's that's freshman. No, yeah, that's freshman year. Eighth grade is eighth grade. Freshman oh, year is ninth grade. Six, seven. <laughs> they've, jer- they've jacked around with the no, thing. Nobody's jacked around with Well, now anything. sixth grade is in a lot of middle schools, and so I shifted. Uh, just eighth grade was always eighth grade, honey. <laughs> eighth grade didn't used to be eighth grade. <laughs> That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Stop laughing at me. Stop laughing at me. Okay, 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 okay. You're right, honey. Eighth grade used to be ninth grade. Nobody said that. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time you hit yourself in the face with the microphone a couple episodes ago? That was funny. That was really funny. This is the best because now that she's got this this laugh going, I could just I could just keep keep getting it. Okay. Let's concentrate on the real things here right now. Hey, which honey, is, take a look at this. Does this look normal to you? Let me lift my... Honey, no. <laughs> no, you need to get that looked at. Okay. Uh, are we trying to make me stop laughing? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's talk about a serious thing here, and that's called March Madness. March Madness. So... Is that because uh, Julius Caesar went crazy? 355 days of the year. I don't give a hooty, hooty, hoot about basketball. So there's 10 days that I love that basketball. <laughs> is, well, it's longer than no, 10 days. No, it is days, longer than it? 10 days. It is longer than 10 days. Uh, my math was a little sketchy. So um, add a few days to that. 
but I'm a big fan of March Madness. Big fan. Definitely big fan. Um, and Justin, one of his famous quotes is um, one of my one of my friend's dads one time, you know, was going to be <laughs> March Madness. He's, I was he was actually with this guy. Oh, oh, it was basket like he was a basketball coach and yeah. some other stuff. And he had said to Justin, hey, Justin, what about well, that so basketball no, like game? F- or- no, hold on. Hold on. Like we were we were in the midst of this. It was him and I and like. Danielle and some of her girlfriends and mm-hmm. uh, like there was this whole conversation going on and like out of nowhere, like the guys never said two words to me. Yeah. He says, so Justin, blah, 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 orange ball inside, blah, 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 something about basketball. And I was just like, uh, uh, basketball, um, orange ball inside. He said orange ball No, I, I said that. You said that wrong. I said it was, wait, I messed up the joke. Okay, back it up. <laughs> no. So no. we were sitting at, you could like, just at, a, at a, it. <laughs> a cheesy restaurant, and it was Danielle and some of her friends and me, and this guy was one of was there. At, I think I you've derailed, honey. And, and he says, so, Justin, what do you think about that basketball game the other day? And I said, basketball. You mean the orange ball? Inside, right? And it was like his heart was ripped from his chest in an Indiana Jones and a Temple of Doom kind of a moment. It was it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I can already hear the crickets and tumbleweed from I, the third I, attempt of that story. Hey, you're the one that messed it up to begin with. <laughs> I was trying to lob Moving it up. Moving right I was along. trying to lob it up there for you, honey, and you just I, you like lob. whiffed it. You that lob was like, like a, a girl. third strike. And don't say like a girl because I can play pretty much any sport better than you. Whoa, really? Pretty really, much, you think? Pretty much. You think? Well, probably, probably quite a few sports better than you. Yeah, try. Name it. Uh, name one. Come on, name one. You can't even name volleyball. one. Volleyball. No, I am so much better than you at volleyball. I am softball. I am so much better. Basketball. Than you. Oh yeah, basketball. Broomball. You know, I I used to play pro. <laughs> Orange ball inside. I was I was coach of a back to back championship winning broomball team. You think I don't know how to play broomball? Bring it who anytime, any place. Who was the head coach? You were. <laughs> you were my ball boy. <laughs> Anyways, so March Madness. I don't like this attitude you have I towards don't, me tonight. I don't. You're the one that riled me up. <laughs> I want to know what is so, up with your bracket. We're we're bracket. I have got I have got the most incredible bracket. All right. Okay. Are you ready? So know that we love the Cinderella story, and we have absolutely no clue about basketball. Three hundred and. 50 right. days out of the year, so... I have the championship game. Oh, no. I'm afraid even here. Championship game. Villanova versus UCLA. Uh, uh, that's somewhat valid, yeah. Except for Villanova chokes every year, but, you know... I, I'm just saying, they do choke. They're chokers. I love, I love them because my family's from Philadelphia, and that's where Villanova is. Sure. They're big Nova fans. But they notoriously choke. So the hardest, the hardest one to pick was um, round one, mm-hmm. Villanova versus uh, Mount St. Mary's. 
Oh, yeah, that's tricky. I wanted to go with Mount St. Mary's so bad, and it would have totally changed the entire bracket. You know that a 16 has never beat a 1, ever. I may have to change my bracket, but I'd have to redo the entire <laughs> thing tonight, and that's that's just not no. A sixteen's never beat a one. I actually picked um, Kansas. I picked Kansas. Kansas. And you want to know why? Well, first of all, they're doing really well this season. They're the number one seed. But when we were out to eat at our favorite Tex-Mex Chewy's place the other night, the super nice Kansas fans gave us their table. Remember that? Oh yeah. You want to know something? And I felt like it was kind of an omen. An and I was omen. like, oh my goodness. Not like a creepy. As an omen, goodness. Not like a voodoo omen, but I was just like, hmm, they were really sweet. And I feel like I'm going to pick Kansas because Villanova chokes. So I can't pick Villanova. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I have Kansas in the final four. Okay. All right. I can get behind that. I have Kansas, UCLA, UCLA, Gonzaga, and Villanova in the final four. Who do you have? Yeah, I have Gonzaga, Villanova, Kansas, and Kentucky. Awesome. Got Kentucky in there. So we actually created, we, Danielle created on uh, CBS Sports, created a legendary marriage. Bracket. Bracket. But but the beauty of this is this is going to go live after we're already heading into round two and nobody can join the bracket. So I'm so sorry, honey. I just kind of busted your bubble well, on that. Why didn't you do this last week? Honey, uh, they this don't, is your fault. They don't put post the brackets <laughs> early enough. Well, maybe we have to post this episode early. Oh, <gasps> it's only Wednesday night. We could post the episode. Oh, <gasps> I don't like where you're going with I this. I like it. We'll do it. We'll get but this one going. But then it's going to throw people off, and then on Sunday they're going to be like, what? We'll, we'll, we've got that other, you know. Wow. So we have a bracket. Um, you can you can jump in on the Legendary Marriage Facebook group and grab grab it. It's posted in there. Uh, will we post it on the, the regular Facebook page as well? Sure. Why cool. not? And we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. Oh, my goodness. Make a note. Make a note. This is going in the I show notes. I feel like I forget things in the show notes. And that's really bad. I feel like you forget things just in general. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Enough with the March Madness, because we really have it's no it's idea what we're talking madness. about whatsoever, except for the fact that I need to be home from hiking tomorrow by the time tip-offs are... Well, I don't think that's going to happen, because it's like noon. But. Sure, sure. Um, okay. So, I have nothing else to say about that. Good. I'm so glad. Because you really didn't. I just had to check. I just wanted to clear. <laughs> you just wanted to double check your brain. I make sure you didn't have anything more to say about orange ball inside. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I checked out. We were kind of doing some, um, you know, checking out different marriage sites this week. And there's there's some really interesting, really good, really interesting sites out there that have resources for couples. There's There's a lot of crap. <laughs> sure. Sorry, sorry to the people who run crap sites, but they, they don't know who they are. They think theirs is awesome. Sure. 
And and it's it's not really about calling it crap. It's about saying it's not met its full awesomeitude. That's true. But we were on Fierce Marriage, which is a good one. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Love them. And they had um, 10 resolutions, like New Year's resolutions, um, for marriage. And there were 10 on there, and a few of them were super interesting to me. But um, I'm going to share some of them, and we're, we're just going to kind of go through it and say... 10 resolutions. You realize it's mid-March, and well, we're talking about resolutions. You know what? We're this he- feels timely. We're heading into St. Patrick's Day. Oh, the time when resolutions... Like, it's time to make resolutions for the second quarter. Awesome. And I like where your head's at here. Uh, yeah, and I was just going to say... Like, like my microphone is not behaving properly. Maybe it's going to hit you in the head like mine did that other no. time. No, my microphone loves me. <laughs> and, you know, if you're feeling lucky and blessed, you know, you might want to try uh, St. Patrick's Day resolutions. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day resolutions. Okay, uh, this is the last oh. random thing. I really want to get to this conversation. But the, you know, could I grew you say up in it, a town... Could you say it in an Irish accent, please? No. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. St. Patrick's Day has no meaning for me anymore. Because we don't drink. As kids, <laughs> as kids, uh, you know, as kids, we would go out on St. Patrick's Day, and me, I'm like, I want to find the Saint, the the Irish pub, and like go yeah, and have a fun. pint of Guinness and and you know listen to some some Celtic music. Mm-hmm. It's fun stuff. And the one Irish bar, Irish pub, oh. authentic Irish, like. Oh, Georgie Miles or something like that. It was it was like totally authentic, renowned throughout the town, totally authentic Irish pub. We go in there on 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 uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh-huh. and I remember this. It's just a bunch of loudmouths drinking and acting stupid. Which okay, that's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, listening to Bon Jovi. Yeah, they a were cover doing... band playing Bon Jovi. But I think they were an Irish band, though. No, no, no. One of my friends from high school was in the band. It was a great band. They do a great job covering Bon Jovi songs. But the problem <laughs> is that it's friggin' St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we're gonna celebrate the Irish heritage, the Irish culture. Yeah, that was that okay. was definitely anyway. a faux pas. Anyway. So the, the ten and that's res- my rant for today. Ten resolutions for St. Patrick's Day. Number one, Bible reading. You and I read our Bibles, Wait, but not these together. Resolutions for St. Patrick's Day. I thought it was. I just said for St. For your marriage, for your marriage, ten ten ideas to 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 make your marriage better. Yes. Right. For- it's a marriage podcast. I know. Come on. Who, who don't care about St. Patrick's Day? Uh, Bible reading. You know, I, I think you can't really go wrong reading the Bible, <laughs> but to say that, that reading the Bible will magically f- fix your marriage or make it better is also a little bit naive. You know what? I feel like in general, whether I'm reading the Bible um, or I'm just really just engaging my mind around just reading a book or whatever, sure. I feel like I have a a better attitude, a better, sure. you know, more energy, more connectedness, and of course, more with the living word, of course. Absolutely. Um, but I, I don't mean to minimize it in any way. I think, I think. But you're just absolutely. saying it's not like a magical pill or something. I think, I think what happens a lot, 
what I've heard pastors and, and Christians say to me when I was younger and in, and often is things like, well, if you just read your Bible, everything will be okay. Just, just, you got to read your Bible every day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I support that. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I think that we've said several times the, the, we, we believe in the, the scriptures. We, we hold them as, as important and in as our lives. And as it turns out, we do read them. And we do read. <laughs> and just like reading any other book, it's not transformative unless you do something with it. Yeah. Unless you internalize it. So just reading the Bible, that that's fantastic. I don't know. I think I just, because it's a living word, it, it's automatically internalized on some level. On some level. Yes. Yeah. But um, to say, oh, so you, you're having a hard time in your marriage. Just read the Bible. <sighs> just read the Bible. Everything will be fine. No, it's time to... To act Go and get also. some counseling, get some coaching, have yeah. a conversation with your spouse. Yes, look at the scriptures. They're full of wisdom and inspiration and life. And if God does use them powerfully. I feel like a good place to start, too, if you're looking to read the Bible in your marriage, <laughs> is Proverbs. So sure. That was my thought. Proverb a day. And number two is prayer along the same lines. Um, prayer in your marriage. Every yeah. Day. And here along the same lines is like, I, I know what you were just saying about like, if you just read the Bible, then you'll have this transformed marriage and same thing with the prayer. But the thing about prayer is this was advocating praying out loud together. And that's the key. Yeah. Praying out loud together and not, not reciting a prayer. Not like the Lord's prayer. You're saying it together. Yeah. But actually you know, laying there in bed, like we do this often, we will lay in bed together and just pray, God, you know, for this and this, and I'm scared about this. I'm happy about this. I'm excited about this. I'm so grateful, God, that you've given us this, so on and so forth. And what's happening is that intimate way that we're sharing with God, your spouse is there. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's connective both horizontally between the two of you and vertically with God. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it's a natural way of, if you're sharing your heart in prayer, yes, it's an absolutely powerful way of building emotional and spiritual intimacy. Amen, brother. And then, So say we all. Amen. Um, the third one was more encouragement. I feel like a yeah. confession for me is like, I just really have a hard time remembering to encourage you. Yeah. Like it's really a very weird thing because I like to encourage people and I feel like it's not something that necessarily is one of my spiritual gifts or God has gifted me with from the get go. However, it's something that I've developed over time in my spiritual walk, but somehow a lot of times it doesn't translate to you. Like I feel like sometimes it just doesn't mm-hmm. and I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, I receive that. You're like, yeah. And encourage I, me. I mean, more. I confess the same thing. Yeah. It's it's so easy to I, I get focused on uh, encouragement as a piece of the coaching work that I do with my clients. It's sure I'm, like I'm nat I naturally do it, and yet for some reason, it just doesn't it doesn't come out as much as I would want it to. And I think some of it too is like you think like 
oh, like this person knows my inner thoughts and my, you know, like what I think about them and that I know that they're great and all this and that. And, you know, obviously we're not mind readers of each other because that's a big problem that you want your spouse to be able to read your mind. But newsflash, that's not usually really true. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like sometimes you can read my mind and know that what I think about you, but I have to actually speak it out of my mouth hole. Yes. Uh, And (laughs) the same for me. And I think uh, I just want to note, like, I appreciate it when you say thanks for doing this or, you know, the kind of conditional Mm-hmm. strokes like like responding to something i've done <gasps> thanks for doing the dishes i love you so much even more i i my heart is built up with just acknowledgments of who i am you're a strong man yeah Okay, that was the weirdest look. That was a weird look. Um, and the next one is more quality time. Yeah. Which is my high love language. Actually, quality time is one of the five love languages. If you've never read five love languages, check it out. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put that in the show notes. What about... Um, so quality time is just basically like you enjoy um, having conversation together and... Just being around one another and sharing an activity or whatever. Um, so that's my huge love language. So I always enjoy a little QT. Yeah. Um, again, it, it's it's simple, right? If, if you love somebody, spend time with them. Like, well, it's not really that simple because sometimes you have to prioritize and be super intentional about uh, actual uh, time management and everything. Any, anything takes intentionality, but the, the simple simpleness is just... Well, yeah, of course. Like quality time. You know, I, I don't count our time sitting across the desk working on the same thing as quality time for our marriage. No, actually, I it, feel like I get a lot more done if I'm just sitting somewhere else. The next one on the list <laughs> was less TV. You know, what? I think TV, I think TV gets a bad rap. It does, but ouch, because I feel like sometimes TV is an idol for me. I'm like, especially when you get into binge watching a show, which I am right now on Netflix, full confession. And I'm like, I've got like, I don't know, five more shows to go. And I think I'm caught up for the seasons that are on Netflix. So I'm like, ah, just want to watch it. Um, so yeah, I do confess to just Daniel. Every now and then, Daniel turns into the guy from that AT and T commercial where he's like walking around the city, dodging taxis and stuff as he's staring at his phone. No, no, I do not watch my TV that or my whatever phone that much. Mm. How about you? How about a TV? You think it's a you think I, it's a bad you know, rap? I, I think. I think it's it's something that we can easily target and go, TV rots your brain and blah, blah, blah. And these studies show this and that and the other thing. Turn yeah. the TV off and actually, you know, okay. Yeah. Um, you know what? I would say the same thing. If you were reading books all the time. Sure. If you were binge reading books and not engaging with me and the kids. I think it's just about being present more, yeah. more likely. Which and I know I don't want to get in trouble with anybody because... <laughs> Because it's not worth getting getting an argument over. But I, I think yes, TV has there's some there's some stuff that shows that that TV has some of the triggers some of the addictive 
patterns in the brain. Yeah. And yeah. Everything. Uh, we do have, and we monitor screen time for the kids and for ourselves and everything. But, but I just, I want us to not like look at external things. That's the devil. Yeah. Let's not demonize something <laughs> or, or really say, oh, the problems in our relationship are because you watch too much TV. No, well, I, it's probably just a byproduct of whatever the root issue is. Yeah. TV is an escapist thing. Sure. So what am I escaping from? Yeah. Let's ask a deeper question here. Yeah. And I feel like these three paired together, TV, it says less TV, less social media, and less work. I feel like all three of those have to do with um, well, just I'm, being present. I'm like, a huge part of our work is social media. Like, how yeah. do you... What? Yeah. And yet, uh, I, I got to be honest, I'm the last few days, I've really been fighting how much I'm pulling out my phone and looking at stuff. Thank you. Because you know what? Actually, it's something that just being a quality time person, um, people being in their phones. Okay, stop. This is, this is where you go, oh, honey, you're, you're great. You don't have anything to worry about there. That, that's all you say there. Is that your encouragement that you want? <laughs> is it? I didn't know it was lying was attached to that encouragement. Well, it's just, you, I had said something about me and you immediately were turning it into your story about your quality time value. And that's, that's fine. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Talk about your quality time value. No, I was just saying that um, <laughs> people being on their phones is like a kind of, not, it's a little dramatic to say a dagger uh, to my heart. Hello, pot. But Can I introduce okay. you to the kettle? Um, it's a very, oh, oh, wait, wait, it's just, it's troublesome when people are on their phones, when I'm wanting quality time. Yes. Yes, it is troublesome. But thank you for, thank you for trying to be on your phone less. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really about that. What's it about? Well, it doesn't really matter now. (laughs) (laughs) I love I love you. I know. I feel like we're getting into marital discord here on the podcast. I got some discord for you. What does that mean? Uh, oh, less. Less social media, less work, less complaining. Hmm. Hmm. This is interesting because I was just reading or listening to some teaching and it was actually um, Joyce Meyer, who I'm not usually a big um not usually a big Joyce Meyer person, but she was doing her battlefield of the mind teaching. And it just kind of, I was like, Hmm, it's kind of interesting. And she was talking about, um, you know how you always have those negative thoughts that kind of pop into your head sure. and it's like 75% of your thoughts that pop into your head are negative thoughts. And it's like, you don't have to entertain every one of those negative thoughts. You can decide not to entertain those thoughts and replace them with positive, like with scripture or what have you. Um, So it's just an interesting thought about like people that get very negative and complain. It's like, you know, you know, there are stresses and everything else, but you do have a choice. I, I would say for the most part, you have a choice. And then every now and then, uh, you know, when 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 some folks are in a depression or 
there's something really significant going on. Just choosing to smile and go about things. Everything's okay. Is really just another form of denial. Mm, And it it can be a form of self-abuse, frankly. Oh, Um, think about that. You know, when we, we choose to ignore the heavy or dark emotions yeah for fear of getting lost in them yeah we end up getting seized up in a way yeah and they end up ruling us leaking out all over our lives so yes we can we you know there's that which you think about is what happens in your life there's, right there's a, you know i want to say i think that's kind of what the law of attraction is about i'm yeah. not a law of attraction guy by any means but yeah but your thoughts do focus you on what your life and what your, you know, present and future are going to be. Yeah. Um, you can choose to let thing, let yourself dwell on these things or turn them over. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is you need to like, just like when people stop smoking or something, you just can't just stop and then not replace it with yeah. something. You have to replace it with something good. Sure. Um, and then the last one was stop uh, 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 less unhealthy arguing. No. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm always a fan of less arguing or less yeah. um, unhealthy arguing. Like, you know, no name calling and, you know, use respect. Remember that sure. person that's on your well, team? <laughs> well, I think... I think... Like here, I wonder if they're really talking more about just like, well, unhealthy. I also was kind of interpreting unnecessary, like, like minimal things. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you making a mountain out of a molehill about this, this thing? Yeah. That's kind of a sketchy area too, because it's like, you don't want to let too many things, you know, slide that are really are an issue, but you're just like deciding not to say something about it because then that can breed contempt and, you know, it's just kind of seething inside you and then it leaks out and you're like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> All right. On that bleh. And my note, snort. Your snort. I love your snort, honey. Do you love my snort, really? I love your snort. I love your snore. I love your sneeze. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Sounds like I'm a slob. (laughs) (laughs) You snort and snore and... Snort and snore and sneeze. All right. Anyway, that's all we have time for today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us over on iTunes so that we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.